Silverfoot by Judy Bloom. Chapter 5 Small Ones Are Sweeter. Our house, that is, Millie and George's house, is so old that the bathtub stands off the floor on long legs. And the hot and cold water don't come out of the same faucet. So when you are washing your hands, you either freeze them or burn them. Mom says you are supposed to put the plug in the sink and mix the water in the basin. But that's a lot of trouble. At least we don't have chamber pots. The toilets actually flush. Outside the house is painted yellow and the shutters are white. The windows and doorways are slightly crooked. That says that's part of the charm of the house. I know better than to tell him what I think. Inside the floors are wooden and they creak when you walk across them. Downstairs there is a living room with a piano, a dining room with a table so big you have to shout to make yourself heard, a kitchen with pots and pans hanging all over the place, a library where, there, where the walls are lined with books arranged according to colors. There is a brown leather section, a green leather section, a red leather section, and a tan leather section. Upstairs there are four bedrooms, all in a row. And everywhere you look, there are fireplaces. There's one in every bedroom. There's one in the living room, another in the dining room, and still another in the library. There aren't any in the bathrooms or the kitchen. My mother and father call the house fantastic, fabulous, unbelievable. I hear them talking to their friends on the phone, and those are the dumb words they use to describe this place. Our neighborhood is a lot like our house. Old. Every house on the block is a lot like this one, with a small front yard and a big backyard. In our backyard, we have George's rose garden and Millie's herb and vegetable garden. The first day we were here, Dad bought a stack of books with titles like Know Your Hoses, Know Your Herbs, Organic Vegetables and You, and my favorite, The Agony of Beetles in Your Garden. You didn't have to worry about beetles in New York, did you, Dad? I said at dinner. That's enough, Peter, Dad said to me. That's enough, Peter, Fudge repeated. Cut it out. Cut it out. Fudge's new game is repeating everything I say. He's really driving me crazy this time. Pass the salt, please. Pass the salt, please. I can't take it anymore. I mean it. Do something, will you? I begged my parents. But he was already at it. I can't take it anymore. Do something, will you? <laughs> Dad turned him upside down and walked him on the back. I want you to stop doing that, Fudge. Do you understand? 
I don't know why my parents are always asking him if he understands. He understands just fine. That has nothing to do with it. Because if you don't stop repeating everything that Peter says, I'm going to do more than just walk your back. Get it? I couldn't help smiling. Mom has this thing that's called a snuggly for carrying Tootsie. She hangs it around her neck and Tootsie fits into it and rides right next, next to Mom's middle. It looks very comfortable. Sometimes Dad carries Tootsie in it too. Mom says they didn't have them when I was a baby. I miss it out on a lot of good things. Every night after supper, we walk into town, stopping at Baskin Robbins for ice cream. One night, Mom asked me if I would like to wear the sling and carry Tootsie. No thanks, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing a baby around my neck, I told Mom. Oh, Peter, you are so silly. Baskin Robbins is having a contest. They are looking for names for a new ice cream flavor. So far, I've suggested Lemon Lunatic, Crazy Chocolate, and Miserable Mint. two weeks of hanging around the house, I actually met a kid my age. He lives across the street, but he was at a scout camp when we first moved here. His name is Alex Santo, and he's going to sixth grade too. He's very small, with hair that hangs into his eyes, and he's always wearing a t-shirt that says Princeton class of 91. By the time I met him, I was so lonely and bored I wouldn't have cared if he had three heads, as long as he was my age and wanted to be my friend. Alex came over one morning and said, You want to go into business with me? What kind of business? Worms. Worms? Yeah, worms. Worms, Fudge said, jumping down the front steps. Warmy, warmy, warmy. Alex looked over at him. Don't mind him, I said. He's just my little brother. Oh, so what do you say? Sure, I told him, having no idea what kind of warm business Alex was talking about. When do I start? How about now? Okay, what do I do? First, we dig them up. Then we sell them to Mrs. Moldor. Down the street, she pays five cents a worm. What does she do with them? She doesn't say. Some people think she uses them for fishing. Other people think she uses them in her garden. Personally, 
Go on, go on. I think she eats them. <gasps> warm pie? Yeah, in warm stew. In warm juice. In warm soup. In warm bread. Oh yeah, that's the best. Nice soft bread with little worms here and there. You can make a really tasty warm cheese sandwich on it. I said we were doubled over now, now laughing our heads out. And warm icy cream. Fudge said jumping on top of us. Warm icy cream, yeah. I decided that with Alex Santos in my class, Princeton might not be too bad. That afternoon, Alex and I went digging for worms. We rode our bikes over to the lake. It's easy to ride in Princeton because they have bike paths on every street. Alex had a pail and a couple of shovels and we got to work. Finding worms was no problem. An hour later, we rode back to my house. Mrs. Muldor likes her worms clean. Alex told me turning on our hose. That figures if she uses them for cooking. We left the pail of worms outside and went in for a drink. When I came out, Fudge was standing next to Tootsie's carriage, dangling a worm in front of her. Cut it out! Why? She likes it! What? Alex and I looked into Tootsie's carriage. She laughed every time Fudge held up the worm. You were right. She does like it. Hey, Mom, look at it. What is it? Mom called from where she was. And then she came. You've got to see for yourself. She came over, wiping her hands on her jeans. What, mommy? Fudge said, and he took the worm from behind his back and dangled it over Tootsie's carriage. Get that thing out of here. Hurry up. Get rid of it. Now. It's just a worm, mommy. Don't you like worms? No, I don't. I really don't like worms at all. And I never want you to show me another one. Do you understand? Fudge put the worm on his arm and let it crawl up to his shoulder. See? Isn't he cute? I'm going to call him Willy. Willy Worm. And he'll be my very own pet. I'm going to sleep with him, and he can eat next to me at the table, and he'll take a bath with me. Fudge! Yes, mommy! I told you, you don't ever want to see that worm again, and you may not bring him into the house, and you may not hold him that close to Tootsie. Do you understand this time? You really don't like worms. That's right, I really don't. 
Why not? It's nothing I can explain. Mom went back to weed in the garden. Fudge followed her. Is your family always like that? Alex asked. You haven't seen anything yet, I told him. On our way to Mrs. Muldor's house, I thought I remembered reading that worms regenerate when you cut them in half, but I wasn't sure, so I asked Alex if he'd ever tried that. Sure, plenty of times. And what happens? Nothing. You get two little worms. Right. And if Mrs. Muldor pays you five cents a worm? A slow smile spread across Alex's face. I see what you mean. How come I never thought of that? I didn't answer. We dumped our worms out on the sidewalk and cut all but one in half. That one was big enough to cut into thirds. So now, instead of 16 worms, we had 33. Mr. Mulder lived in an old house that was painted gray with blue shutters. Alex hung her bell. A big, round woman with hair, the color of her house and glasses halfway down her nose, came to the door. She wore sneakers and blue jeans and a red and white shirt. Well, hello, Alex. Long time no see. Hi, Mrs. Muldor. I've got a partner now. She looked at me over the rings of her glasses. I'm Peter Hatcher. We just moved in down the street. In the Wintman's house, uh, Millie and George Wintman's, uh, they're friends of my mother and father. We're just here for the year uh, to see how we like being away from the city. Are you finished? Yes. Good. Then let's get down to business. We've got 33 for you today, Mrs. Muldor. Real beauties, Alex said. 33. Mm, they look awfully small. Small ones are sweeter, I said. She gave me a strange look this time. So I quickly added, Then you get bigger later in the summer. Really? I should think they'd be at their best now. Oh no! They'll be getting fatter and longer by August, and by September they'll be in their prime. Is that a fact? Uh-huh. I said, praying that you wouldn't guess I didn't know what I was talking about. Well, live and learn. Then Mrs. Mulder went inside and came back with her wallet. You know... I could go down to the feeling 
station and buy a container of worms. But I think freshly dug ones are so much better. She opened her wallet and then she counted. Let's see. Five cents times 33 worms. That's one dollar and fifty cents. She handed the money to Alex. Uh, excuse me, Mrs. Muldor, but it's one sixty-five. <laughs> can't fool you, can I, Alex? No, Mrs. Muldor, not when it comes to maths. Would you like more worms next week? Of course, as many as you can bring me. You can't have too many worms. You know, Alex gave me a look, and we thanked Mrs. Mulder and walked away. Once we were out of earshot, Alex said, Small ones are sweeter, huh? Warm soup tonight. <laughs> After supper, Mom got Tootsie into her sling, and the five of us went off to Baskin Robbins. When he got there, Fudge walked up to the girl behind the counter and said, Warm icy cream. Beg pardon? Warm icy cream. We don't have. For flavor of the month. Warm icy cream. Are you saying? The girl began asking to him. Yes, he is warm. That's W O R M. I can't spell, the girl said, annoyed. But I really don't think that people would go for that flavor. Some people would, right, Pita? Sure, some people right in this town might think it's terrific. Look, kids. We are very busy tonight, so cut out the wise guy stuff and tell me what you want. I'll have a chocolate chip meat sundae with the works. And I'll have a fudge ripple cone, just like my name. Oh, your name is Cone? No. Ripple? No. I suppose you're going to tell me it's fudge, right? That is right. Cute kid. He's really cute. The girl mumbled to herself. <laughs>